Common sense is not so common. And in an era where global uncertainty is rampant and government is out of control, this is the show making sense of all the madness. Broadcasting live from the Arizona desert, you can't dodge the Hodge. Here's your host, Dave Hodges. Hey everybody, Dave Hodges here, the Common Sense Show. We're in the guest segment. Thanks for joining us. As you know, we're the show that's freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. And man, we have a lot of work to do before the election. We really do. This is a country you're not going to want to live in. And we have on the line with us Paul Martin. And before we join Paul, though, we need to pay a couple of bills. And uh, we're going to pay the bills with what you know you need, I know you need. So let's, let's not mess around. You need storable food. And I said it and said it and said it and said it. And now we're at decision time. We still have the same offer. And MPS is trying to save lives. They really are. They are doing something no one else in the country is doing. And they're basically almost giving away the four-week package, $100 off. And it's the most inexpensive way to accumulate massive amounts of food quickly. And by massive, I mean anything six months and above. Anything less than six months, you're at risk. And anything less than two years, at some point in six months, you're going to have to scramble again. But uh, let's not mess around. Okay, let's start right now. Restaurant quality food, 25-year shelf life. Go to preparewithdave.com. Place your order today. Make sure you use the four-week special. Why do you want to do that? Well, because it's the least expensive. And it's the same great quality as MPS offers across the board. All right, uh, if you have food, what else do you need to have? Water. Fifth day, the fifth day of the crisis, the Naval War College says that water is a problem and it will become the number one cause of death. Really? Waterborne illness is starting the fifth day, yes. That's why you need a good water filter. So that's why we're saying <laughs> go to waterwithdave.com. The Alexa Pure Pro water filter is really what you want to do, where you want to be. And... If you have food, you have to have water and 40% off. And let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen, this is the best there is. They have research they can show you at waterwithdave.com, and they do show you. So you got the food, preparewithdave.com. You get the water, waterwithdave.com. Turn standing water into drinking water, waterwithdave.com, 40% off. All right, that's our business. But let me tell you, I almost feel like I should call this a public service announcement. I'm being very serious. I cannot believe the cavalier attitude people are taking towards their preparations. Some are ready. Some are going to wish they were ready. Please, don't put it off any longer. Joining us from northern Colorado, besieged by fire, by smoke, and by liberal Democrats, is Paul Martin. Really good to have him with us. And uh, we're going to talk about some breaking stories here that we've been sharing. And... Um, I wanted someone to facilitate the release of this information because although I finally did get a hold of my friend, Steve Quayle, we've been basically blocked from each other for three days. And uh, actually, this is now the fourth day. And, and uh, I've been able to get through to Paul and we shared some of the information that I've come across. And it's pretty scary stuff. And Paul has some past information from... Uh, one or two of his best sources that serve to support the direction we're going in. 
and what we're going in is utter chaos. Paul, welcome to the show. Glad you could join us. I trust you got your food and water in, in, in order, right? Absolutely. And and solar and all kinds of fun stuff. Can, can you believe that some people are just being so cavalier about their preparation? Well, they don't want to believe it. You know, they, they want to watch, you know, Dances with the Stars and little baseball, little football, whatever there is, and and just, you know, everything's great. It's been that way for centuries. Yeah, I know. Let them eat cake as they walk through the uh, streets of Pompeii, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you saw that uh, piece that came out of uh, <clears throat> Greeley, Colorado, about uh, the uh, part of the Democratic Party uh, there in uh, Greeley, it was a big deal out here, and he said, "Bring out the guillotines, mf'er." I saw that. Oh, that made headlines. Oh my God! All over the place. You think that they would try to be more coy? I'll tell you what else I saw at a Greeley, Paul, that I really appreciated: the older people that piled out of a nursing home uh, in their wheelchairs, in some cases, and they were saying things like. Um, Give me COVID or give me death. In other words, one one person was quoted as saying, I would rather die of COVID than not hold my grandchildren again. I would rather die of COVID than die of loneliness. Pretty interesting. Did you, I'm sure you've caught that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I can't say I'm not with them. Yeah. Give me death or give me liberty or give me the COVID, but I'm going to live. I'm going to live free. And I mean the, the the news, the numbers, which we can't trust, and everybody in this audience knows that the, the vast majority of those numbers are fake, and have been fake. I told the story about the two nurses I talked to, to at the store. I talked to one one day, and one day a couple days other, and, and she uh, she got out of her car and had her mask, and she was shaking her head, and and uh, I said, yeah, I'm shaking my head too. I said we have a quorum. She goes, I work at at the hospital in Greeley, and uh, she said, I had two patients, one died Friday, one died Saturday. Neither one of them had COVID. You know, they were in their late 80s. But you know what was on their death certificate, Dave? I know. Yeah, and the other nurse said exactly the same story. I think she had a couple of pa older, older patients that died um, uh, like on a Tuesday, and the next one died on a Wednesday. No COVID. COVID on the death certificate. So as far as I'm concerned, about 80 to 90% of these numbers are bogus. Yeah, they really are. They are totally bogus, Paul. And God help us for putting up with this uh, tyranny because the, uh, the cure is worse than the disease. I saw a clip of President Trump speaking in Carson City, Nevada, a couple of days ago and he was saying we got to make sure that the cure is not worse than the disease and, and he's exactly right it, the cure is worse than the disease and it's so tragic well it's doctor after doctor I think there was a, a couple weeks ago it was a fairly long uh, video of little mini interviews with about 600 doctors all over Europe and the, the, you know the two subjects one was COVID, and the other one was these goofy masks that don't work. <clears throat> and they actually had a little bitty chart with uh, uh, with pictures on it and the size of, 
you know, different bugs and different viruses. And uh, God, who who was it? I think it was Dr. Steve Pachinik. He said, "Yeah, go ahead and wear your mask. That's like putting up a chain link fence to keep the mosquitoes out." I thought that was priceless. Yeah, I don't know what to say. It just well, I've run people, I've I've run out of logic, is what I'm saying, Paul. Well, the the one thing a lot of these city governments, and uh, especially the uh, the Nazi full-blown Nazi Larimer County Health Department, they're threatening everybody with their liquor license, their grocery store license, their egg license. We're going to take all of it if your employees don't wear these masks that don't work. Yeah, that's really true. Well, Paul, we're getting a little interference here, and um, um, I'm getting you and you're coming across, but if I don't stop this and we have to rejoin here after a short break... We're going to lose everything. So stand by. I will contact you back in a couple of minutes. Okay. Yeah, I'm okay. just sitting in one place. All right. Thanks. Okay. We've yeah. rejoined with Paul Martin. And we've had some uh, technical difficulties here. And uh, we've actually had to change numbers to a less reliable, radio-friendly number. But nonetheless, we are here. Paul, are you with us? Yes, I am, sir. Okay, when we got disconnected, uh, which right now is, uh, I'll just say this, my communications are being severely interfered with. Um, I couldn't contact one of my uh, close allies for three days, and um, so, nor could he contact me. So we're here, and we're going to try to get this going back as long as we could. Paul, when we went into oblivion land here, um, you were saying about the liquor board comes in and they're the fascist agents that make people comply with the face mask rule, correct? Yeah, that's not just liquor stores, it's grocery stores, it's cafes, it's everything. Yeah, I uh, I had a conversation with a guy that runs an establishment um, restaurant bar and I told him, I said, why aren't you guys honoring the governor's exemptions? You know, people have asthma, diabetes, so forth. They don't have to wear masks. It's mandated by his his mandate. And he says, I know that. He said, but if we honor that and the liquor board comes in here, they'll still shut us down. It doesn't matter what the rule is. And when you go to appeal their shutdown, they are their own judge, jury, and executioner. How do you like them, Apple? So, so yeah, I'll, yeah. I'm going to be, uh, you know what I'm going to be campaigning for here. But anyway, when we uh, got disrupted, you were you were talking about that and and I'm uh, just saying we're seeing the same thing here. And what I'm wondering is in Michigan, I hear from people right now that despite that Supreme Court ruling of their state Supreme Court, uh, the Michigan governor is still practicing the lockdowns, even though this was to take effect immediately. And, and now uh, what these people are being told is uh, they, the liquor board will come in and they'll say, we, we don't care. We don't listen to what the court says. We have, we have a different mandate total lawlessness yeah well we had a little uh, we had a lot of good little good thing yesterday in Colorado two uh, churches in Denver took uh, the uh, communist uh, governor polis to court and they won mm-hmm and it was a Republican governor and he said you guys just go ahead just do whatever you want to do you got the first minute back in you and you got me back in you so I'm sure there'll be a lot of churches opening up in the Denver area. 
Oh yeah, with you know, as you know, we had a funeral for a family member, and um, the restrictions were ridiculous. And when we went to the burial site, we had to make a choice between having what you normally get, um, a service, and um, you know, the uh, graveside. We had, we had to choose one or the other. So we weren't able to be at graveside for the internment. We had to choose to have the service. Oh my God! Yeah, that's true. This is Colorado. This is where I just got back from. My, uh, you know, <laughs> people are telling me today as I've done a couple podcasts. Dave, you look like hell. Yeah, fifteen-hour drive with no sleep and all the crap we've been through with the government in the last few days. That'll do it to you. Um, so my normal handsome self just disappeared for a while. What can I say? So Paul. Um, What's going to happen between now and the election? I sent you some stuff, some intel, and now it's being confirmed by other people. When I ran that story about uh, that fringe group, probably associated with Antifa, uh, saying they're going to burn people's homes down and publish in the address of, of, of Trump campaign supporters. And two of those people on that list, I know personally, I had the, I had the misfortune of having to call them and tell them, hey, guys, you're on this list, and I'm sorry to be the one to tell you, but you could be in some trouble. So taking all that into consideration, what do you think that we're in for? What can people count on between now and the election? Well, I think <laughs> the gates are wide open. I mean, you've had information from some of your sources here, I think in the last 24 hours, um, about the Ohio governor and the, and the ninth uh, circuit of circuit of uh, court of appeals and uh, going going into uh, about censorship and channel deletions and stuff like that um, of course the China news is everywhere um, uh, J.R. Nyquist was on the John Moore show he also did a show with uh, um, uh, Mike Adams at Natural News uh, and his opinion, and I think it's, it's probably a right opinion, about this China business that you wrote about extensively. And um, I did tell you that uh, there's a gentleman that called in to Alex's show. He was a recently um, retired uh, NYPD. He was on his deathbed. He had a disease. He didn't say what it was. But I guess that the NYPD officers have to you know, sign away their life. You can't talk about, you know, anything that goes on here. And uh, he didn't care. And um, he was talking about a lot of the crazy stuff that goes on with the NYPD. But the, the most impressive thing that he said was that one of their top um, SWAT officers had went down to the border to work for a couple of months. And uh, he came back and he gathered up a bunch of the boys. He said, you guys are not going to believe this. He said, there are Chinese and Russians all over the place down there. He said, one of the officers was telling me that they have put in five massive fuel dumps just across the border. Oh, my gosh. You know, that's, yeah. Oh, my gosh. And, I got I to uh, hold that story there. Let me add fuel to that so-called fire. I published this. I tried to publish this two days ago, and I couldn't communicate with my own website and then it got taken down after it was up and I tried to get this out to Steve Quayle he couldn't receive it he just published it this afternoon I put it back up again this morning 
and it's this. I've been working with Sam Arnold. Uh, I won't say I'm working with him. I'm saying we compare research, and we go at it independently, and Sam has great, great stuff. And he's confirming the destabilization in northern Mexico states for the purposes of taking out AMLO because he wants AMLO will block Mexico being a staging area for a Red Dawn invasion, so he's become the enemy of, of China now. They've, they've already tried to assassinate his chief of security, the Mexico City chief of police, the uh, Navy secretary who interdicts drugs, um, and AMLO is probably next. And they want to have a civil war in Mexico, but at the same time they want to use the chaos to come across the border once we're in chaos with our own civil unrest. Same strategy, both countries. But get this, I've had a source inside Pemex, which is the national oil company, state-owned oil company for Mexico, except China's controlling it. And I've been hearing about this for two years. Paul, you probably have seen some of the stories I've written about my contact. I call him Oscar in Pemex, yep. where he says they have to answer to Chinese officials. Well, he wrote to me, um, gosh, the days are all blur now with his funeral, but he wrote to me, I want to say six days ago, seven days ago, and he said, you're not going to believe this. He said, I'm getting this from both sides of my family. I have cartel member family members, and he says I have... Um, um, military family members and they're both saying the same thing the Chinese are using Pemex um, sources of origin and building pipelines to makeshift refineries near the border to use for their troops as a launching off point for an invasion how do you like that as a coincidence to what you're saying that's a coincidence uh, yeah that's pretty uh, amazing isn't it yeah this uh, NYPD SWAT officer was also telling that another government official down there had told him that they are the Chinese are building a massive highway that starts on the east coast where of course they can ship in troops and it stops at the Texas Texas border and uh, and that's all that's already underway there's no telling uh, how much you know how much road they've got built on that but Chinese are really good at building stuff fast. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So this is this is all just tying together what you've been writing on writing on the whole time. Yeah. Boy, put a bullseye on my back. This is why I'm getting this information out. This is why we're doing this interview because um, you do not want to be holding the kind of information we're going to release, both what we just released and what's coming up in this report that Paul and I are doing. And... Um, that's the mistake that Andrew Breitbart made. He had critical information that he said he was going to release on Obama. He's dead the next day. You never say what you're going to do. Never. And nope. here we are. We're releasing it. And um, I had a good conversation today with our mutual friend, Paul. You know who I'm talking about. And um, that information got released to that person as well, too. So I have put it out there in a few places. Um so, and I'll tell you, this information is good because I'll share this with you. As you know, I have a couple of DHS sources. One of them contacted me today, sent me an um, attachment with a uh, flyer. And the flyer is the threatening of the burning the houses down by um, this Antifa kind of organization of Trump supporters and people that will have Trump signs in their front yard. And he acted like this was breaking news. And I said, I've already written an article on this. <laughs> yeah, it's been out for a while. Yeah, I know. I, and, and he goes, when? I go, three days ago. He goes, he goes, this was in our briefing this morning. I go, well, I'm sorry, your briefing is behind. Your intel is, <laughs> your, your, your intel is slow, my friend. 
So um, this is a guy I don't know. I, I have a few sources at that level. And this is a guy who I probably know the least. He, he wasn't very amused by my sense of humor when I was relating to him about they were three days late and, you know, $3 short. So, um, and then I corrected myself. I said, no, we're, we're three, we're, we're three pesos short because they're using forces south of the border to supply these terrorists through Eric Holder and Obama. I don't know if you know that or not. I put that in an article and you might have missed it um, three or four days ago. I saw it. Yeah, where, I saw it. where Obama and Holder have married their organization. So Obama has the terrorists, 60,000 of them in the OFA, and Holder is supplying the weapons courtesy of the Communist Chinese through his uh, third-party organizations. <laughs> How do you like them apples? Just, it's amazing, isn't it? Well, it is, and I think I think it was that article too that you wrote about the the Cal exit and the UN and yep, everybody yep, coming yep. in. They're all and, part of it. Uh, Obama all... buying houses in California, where mm -hmm. you know if if everything goes south, the, the, you know the U.S. government won't be able to come in to arrest him and and uh, stuff like that. So they're they're well underway with their stuff, Dave. Uh, well, I know, and and see, Holder wears two hats. This is really what connects these areas. Um, Holder is also the spokesperson for CalExit, which is the planned departure of California from the Union, which will further cripple our economy and our food supply. And uh, Holder is involved deeply in that group. Obama's now moved to California. Um, you've got uh, Loretta Lynch Mob, uh, former Attorney General, doing uh, legal work for CalExit. Uh, I mean, you, you, I couldn't sit down and write a plot with this many twists and turns that involve the same people. It'd be impossible to think of all this. Yep. Well, I think, uh, as, as always, it's shown in history, and especially with the crew we're working with now, the holdovers, the communists from the uh, uh, Barry Satoro organization, They've been working on this for years, Dave. I know. What do you do? I mean, how, how... I'm wondering, who's minding the store for America? By the way, I'll give you another one, that Cienfuega that was uh, arrested. Remember the high-level Mexican official who was arrested on American soil about a week ago? Do you recall that? Oh, yeah. Okay, I found out from Sam Arnold here um he said why do you think he was grabbed and i said drug empire he goes that's only part of it so at the same time uh i'm talking to sam and we're getting we're getting ready to do an interview um my power goes out i can't establish power with my uh stuff and uh then we unfortunately we had to leave to go out of town and um but what's interesting is i researched what sam said and he's right. It was a U.S. DOJ takedown of this guy. And why? Because he's a central figure in organizing the chaos on the border involving the communist Chinese-controlled cartels. And he's a central organizing figure of this. So this takedown was done by Trump, trying to disrupt what the communist Chinese are doing just south of our border. It well, just never. This, these never. You know, these connections never end, Paul. That's what I'm saying. Oh, and, there, and there's no telling how many thousands and thousands and thousands of people are all interconnected and intertwined. And if one goes down, the other one takes over. And and 
you know, it's insane, but I hope we get to the election. Yeah. Yeah, I think we just had a 10-second cutout. <clears throat> Would oh, you? Oh, yeah, you started coming through the computer instead of our sound system. Would you like to repeat what you were saying for the last 10 or 15 seconds, please? Well, I was just talking about if I was, if I was the president, there would be some there would be some glass bowls. They may not be really big glass bowls, but but they would be there. Uh, but I think he's waiting just by hook and crook to get through to the uh, election. But I'm I mean, as every hour passes and all the new stuff we find out, find out. Um, I mean, nobody's in jail. Google's still running the show. Um, and would you you told me something about earlier about YouTube and conservatives? <laughs> well, this is in the rumor stage, except the rumor is twofold. I have now had three communications cross my path, which indicate that. Boy, if we haven't been taken down, this has been um, a whirlwind 23 minutes. With all people can't see how I'm trying to shovel out water from the Titanic to keep this show from sinking. We've got so many issues going on right here with my board. But um, to answer your question before I get cut off, I first got an. Um, an email from a very reliable source and I cannot source he or his family members for obvious reasons but I was told the governor uh, no this wasn't governor this he was just saying he had information that the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals on Friday which is um, when you're hearing this broadcast um, is going to make a ruling of um, a temporary restraining order to stop Google and it's a associates like YouTube from terminating accounts and censoring and then there's going to be a hearing so this is like the stopgap injunction um, I thought okay and this source has been very very good has provided me with very good tips in the past very good tips so I'm thinking all right um, I'll sit here but I, I'm not going to go on one source well over the next few hours I had someone contact me and say they had a relative who was on a, um, a virtual conference with the governor of Ohio, Mike DeWine, who's as bad as Gretchen Whitmer from Michigan. He just doesn't get the press, but he's equally as bad. And he is the one also, too, that is planned for internment camps for resistors and people who are contagious. And that's been in the, 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 the mainstream media. So DeWine was complaining, and he said, we have information that um, censorship of social media may be ended. And, and uh, he went on to explain that the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals is expected to issue a temporary injunction against all censorship. So it's slightly different. I don't believe the restoration of accounts was mentioned in that particular revelation. But effectively going forward, I'd be free to go on YouTube and talk about uh, the Bidens and their criminal activity. And I'd be free to talk about the frontline doctors and what they're saying as they stood for the second time on the steps of the Supreme Court. So um, that was number two. 
number three came through and conversation that I had uh, yesterday on the road brief because we're in and out of the mountains a lot and I effectively was told the same thing unrelated to Ohio this time just a general FYI Dave this is what I'm hearing going down and I found out today and I'm not going to mention who the person is although I know the person as a journalist quite well and uh, they're filing an injunction uh, through of the courts against Google along the same line so there seems to be an orchestrated effort is what I'm telling you and I do know there are two people out there the one guy's name is Voorhees and I can say this because he's already public he has a GoFundMe account for the purpose of pursuing this case against Google so there is confirmation that this is going on at the Ninth Circuit I mean that part I know now, the other thing that I've been told as I took this to people who know how to evaluate stuff like this is, Dave, do you really think they're going to let this happen? Did you ever see the movie The Pelican Brief? Paul, did you ever see that movie? Oh, I loved it, yeah. You know, you know what I'm talking time. about? The murder of two Supreme Court justices to get a favorable ruling on an energy deal. Do you remember that? Yep. Okay, well, I was told by some people I've consulted with that the Ninth Circuit will never be able to do what it is I'm saying they're going to do. And, and and I was told, Dave, we know you're not making this up. We know you've got real communication. And I'm saying, yeah, if I got pushed to the wall, I would, <clears throat> excuse me, I have uh, uh, written documentation of what I've been told in two of the instances. So, you know, the question you asked me here was about uh, the courts. And I'm told the courts can be stopped. And I said, how far will they go? And then this guy said, uh, uh, high-level intel source I've used, he said, Dave, I don't know about this, but I will tell you this. He said, I know the, he says, I know the modus operandi of these kinds of people. They will go to their homes. They'll pick up a kid at school. They'll do whatever they have to do to force the vote they want forced. They don't want to kill anyone because that draws public scrutiny. But they will do whatever they have to do. And if any of these judges have a skeleton, that skeleton's going to put be put on full display right in front of them. And so I was told that the likelihood of this being followed through with the Ninth Circuit is not going to happen. How do you like those apples, Paul? Well, yeah, I, I can't. I can't let the. Can't think of the deep state letting them do that. No, I mean they they have a lot of we'll say avenues of approach to the problem. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I would say you're absolutely right. But so we we have, uh, and I'll, I'm going to tell you, I wasn't going to say this, but I'm going to go to my call list here. I'm, and this is radio, folks, raw radio at its best. Um, I'm scrolling down here. Um, now I took this as a prank, and it's hard to get my number. It is, but some people seem to be having an easier job of doing that now than not. Um, I got one here that basically self-identifies as a federal agency. Uh, and this came last night, and they said that uh, they uh, wanted to speak to me about the blah, 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 and the blah, 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 what we're talking about here, but they got pretty specific. So with someone who knew I had the information. How do you like them apples? That's, that's number one, Paul. And I'm scrolling down looking for the second communication here, and it looks like it's disappeared. 
I had one last night about seven o'clock and I was in a part of the mountains where I probably would not have heard the phone ring because otherwise you know it would have come up it would come up on my car because I'm synced to my Bluetooth in my car as we were traveling and I'm looking at it here now Paul it's um, here let me try here the second number um, this gets interesting um, okay here we go United States government um, Mr. Hodges we desire to speak to you please call at the number that will appear on your caller ID blah 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 about the blah 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 so I think this is fake I think someone out there is pretending to be FBI or some federal agency but these two numbers are different one came out of DC I think it's for the 202 area code and the other is right here local um, in Arizona so how do you like them apples Paul I've attracted the official attention and they want to talk about um, as they say here I'll read directly here Wow did you can you hear that yeah yeah you can hear that can't you yeah here I'm getting ready to read the quote and we get sound interference okay um, and we still got it Wow let me try something here like I said we're on the Titanic here and I'm trying to keep this on and it's not working Paul can you hear me yeah it sounds like you're getting in a potato chip package oh no I got enough calories in my life I don't need to be doing that there we go there we go always going to setting B will work <laughs> so if people ever wondered gee are they really being messed with I, I think they just heard it right there uh, but anyway th what they're saying in here is they want to speak to me about the information that I'm disseminating regarding censorship and our justice system that's that's what's being said and that's what they just someone tried to censor out right here now I have no proof this is anything from the federal government this could be just a move to intimidate me so oh I suspect it is but if if it is the FBI I can tell you this from personal experience you'll get one call and the next thing will be the knock at the door only they didn't do that to me uh, they were actually filming all the customers coming inside of my restaurant so they, they knew a good friend of mine was a, a Larimer County Sheriff deputy and uh, <clears throat> so the first morning they called and I uh, told him he could you know kiss my you know what and hung up on him and uh, so Chris called me and and he said, well, I just had the most interesting phone call. And I said, what's that? I said, uh, special agent with the FBI. I said, what did he say? He said he really wanted to meet you. And I said, what else did he say? And he started laughing. He said, well, in all of his career, he had never had anybody talk to him like that. And I told Chris, I said, you set the, you set the gig up. You, and I'll talk to him for five hours if he wants to talk. But you have to stay there the whole time. He exactly. goes, I can do that. And I exactly. Said, I figured you I figured you could so yeah I danced with those guys for 14 years so I know a little bit about it yeah I am um, yeah I've, I've got all kinds of anomalies going on for my Fitbit watch to to uh, hear the sound system here and we seem to be pretty good right now I hope my signals clear because I can't hear the fuzz on my end anymore but <clears throat> no it sounds good well Here's something I wrote about last week. 
call it a premonition or a vision, whatever. Uh, I was talking to people and I said, you know, there are rogue people that work for the FBI. And as long as you have Christopher Ray in charge and he's held on to that laptop uh, about Biden for a year, over a year, he had that information going into the Ukrainian misdeed, alleged misdeed by Trump with the phone call to the Ukrainian president. And here he has information implicating the Bidens in criminal activity in Ukraine a week before the uh, impeachment proceedings, and he hangs on to it. He's a criminal. He belongs in prison. Christopher Ray, I'm telling you right now, Ray, I know you'll hear this because I know your people are tagging me. You are a criminal, and we're going to push across the board, my allies, we're going to push for you to be indicted and go to prison. And that's a fact. And McCabe needs to go with him. And, uh, and I think Barr is not too far behind. Well, I'm piling up my enemies, I know. But, Paul, my gosh, you, you got the Steele dossier already implicating the uh, spying on the Trump campaign. And who we know at the center of the Steele dossier is, it's none other, it's none other than Brennan. And Brennan gets a walk from Barr. They're all in this together. Every one of them. They knew well, they, they knew this laptop existed. They they knew about it for a year. Yep. So anyway, as we get down to brass tacks here, Paul, and we start, you know, basically calling out what it is, I I allege, based on the circumstantial and direct evidence that I've been exposed to, that Bill Barr, McCabe, Christopher Ray Okay, and all the people like Obama and Hillary and all the others, uh, Strzok, Lisa Page, they're all involved in the illegal spying on the Trump campaign and trying to manufacture the Russian collusion, the delusion against General Flynn. I allege that right here, right now, publicly. And I wouldn't dare make a statement if I didn't think I couldn't connect the dots, which we're already doing. Now, this is interesting. I've got a massive fleet of F-35s flying over my home right now. Can you hear it? Yes, I can. Can you hear This is incredible. Wow. They're not even allowed to fly in residential areas here after work hours. And right now, on this pre-record, this is now six minutes after work hours. Boy, that's really interesting. Um, boy, you know, excuse the French, but this is turning into a real shit show. Uh, but as I was starting to say, when the feds come to your door, and I said this last week in a podcast, because I said I expect federal intimidation. Why? Because I said I think Barr's dirty. I know Christopher Ray's dirty. And then here's the laptop proving it. And I said, when they come to your door to intimidate you because you may have a piece of information or they want to silence you because you have an audience, I said, you don't speak to them. Um, Martha Stewart, who, you know, I love the woman so much spunk but she didn't do anything wrong and they said you're guilty of uh, insider trading in the stock market well that's not what they sent her to prison for Paul they sent her to prison because they say you lied to us and it was the four agents that were there and her so the four agents said yep she said this and we found that and she said I never said any such thing she went to prison so that's why you never talk to the Fed ever and you nope. video, you video, you videotape everything, everything. In fact, actually, if you're smart, if you have a YouTube channel, you'll videotape it right to a live feed. And if those bastards come to my door, that's exactly what they're getting. 
they're they're going to get a live feed right to YouTube or to whoever service I'm on at the time. So, uh, Paul, this may be the most disjointed but revealing interview we've ever done. Of all the dozens of interviews we've done, this may be the most disjointed, disorganized, but most revealing interview we've ever done. Well, I mean, there, there's just so much going on. The whole cotton-picking country disjointed, and uh, we haven't even we haven't even got to 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 the Chinese that you've been writing about. And I suggest you people go back that never read the speech by Wang uh, Wang Fang. About how many years ago was that? Hmm, I'm honestly two or three. I, but I will say I know where you're going. The last three defense ministers of China, dating back to 2003, have called for a complete extermination of the American population. They want to occupy America for the resources, and they say the U.S. is the only country that can meet their resource needs, and they're not interested in co-occupancy. No. And the the, uh, communist dictator of uh, Canada, he's just giving them anything and everything they want. Yeah, and one of the things they want that they've got up there that the Chinese don't have is water. The polar, the poles are shifting further towards Russia, so that's opening up more water unfrozen north of Canada, and that's what they're for. And also as a uh, place to come into the United States. And I was talking to a guy the other day that stays politically active. And I said, uh, what do you think the governor of uh, Washington and Oregon and, and God help us, the governor of uh, California, what do you think is going to happen if the Chinese come marching down the streets? There's shit that'll let them in. Oh, uh, well, how, how explicit do we need to be? And, and, I, and I, I don't want to regurgitate old stories, but people are so forgetful or just ignorant and they come into this problem with, Oh, it's the election. We better pay attention to Dave Hodges and Paul Martin. Okay, but we've covered all this. Okay, this is why you got to stay on the job and be diligent. And, and you know, Paul, I, I'll cut people slack to a point. But there are people that I encounter that know nothing about what's happening. And they believe everything in the mainstream media. And, and, and I tell them, I said, in the same broadcast in the mainstream media, you can find uh, contradictions. I said, why aren't you asking questions as to why? But... Here's the point I was going to make. Feinstein's husband um, benefited from Obama's EPA policies that would drive farmers off their land, particularly in the San Joaquin Valley, also in Northern California, where they abrogated 155-year water rights compacts. And these people are forced off. Now, here comes Feinstein's husband, uh, and she's a party to this. They're married, community property. And they start acquiring this farmland. Then the restrictions get lifted. Now they get to send all the food to China, which they're doing, communist China. And they're making a great profit. And don't forget, Diane Feinstein also had a, a driver for 20 years, a chauffeur, who was a provable communist Chinese spy and was arrested for this. So she's implicated here, but she just skates right along. Nancy Pelosi, after Chapo Guzman was arrested, tried, and he was she was named by him in a court proceeding as being one of the American politicians that were on the take and and the judge struck the testimony. But for my witnesses that were there, they say Nancy got mentioned. Well, get this. Paul Preston has irrevocable uh, proof that after the sentencing of Chapo Guzman, 
Nancy and uh, uh, Beto, I've never met a drug I didn't like, O'Rourke, met with uh, Pena, Nieto Pena, the former president of uh, Mexico, who everyone knows took a $100 million bribe from Chapo to allow the Sinaloas to continue to send drugs into the United States. But I'll go one more, Paul. This is really good. Good old uh, Nancy, she went uh, with Peter Schiff and their little entourage, uh, and they went to Italy. And you won't believe who they met there. They met the wife of Chapo Guzman, who's in charge of his empire. How do you like them apples, Paul? This, this, it, it's that's what's, that's what we can find out without even working that hard. And Paul Preston yeah. from the New California Movement has all this information. I mean, I I've found some of it. I knew about the uh, Nieto uh, um, Pena uh, meeting. I've got a picture of it. You've seen the picture. I posted that a few times on my website. Uh, but Paul Preston has him dead to right. <laughs> I mean, he's got it nailed. And yet, they just skate right along like nothing's wrong. It, it, it does, does this just drive you crazy? Well, you got to remember, number one... Stop, stop. Run for your shelters. Here come the F-35s again. I'll let you hear it. Here, hold on. Yeah, I can hear them. Yeah. Now the question we have to ask now, is that going to be the sound of freedom or the sound of tyranny? Okay, Paul, go ahead. Well, you've got to remember, I mean, go back as far as FDR. I mean, FDR stuck more communists in his administration than had ever been stuck in any administration. So these people have had that day to this to plan and scheme and scam, and everybody up there is dirty. You know this. The listeners know it. I mean, except probably Rand Paul and Ron Paul, and that's why they didn't want him running for president because they couldn't, they couldn't push him around. So this is, I, in in a logical Marine Corps sense, I'm I'm shocked that 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 these people haven't been arrested when everything that we know, the audience knows, you knows, Paul Preston knows, and God who else knows it, haven't it hasn't been done. But we do know that they're, they, they've got so much dirt on people up there, especially people who have been up there 35, 40, 45 years. You know, you talk ad infinitum, the, the sex tapes, you know, the pedophilia and all that stuff. That, that's not a swamp. That's a cesspool. And everybody's got trash on everybody else. Yeah. I hear you. Um it's funny we're going to come on here and do some revelations and my technical attacks here are becoming part of the show this is what's amazing um we're now 14 minutes past when uh these planes are allowed to fly out in the community sector and uh so they're violating the rules there coming right over the house i understand from someone who's here flew right over the pool um, so this is interesting, and uh, we wanted to just simply talk about what's going to happen in the election. And uh, so what's happened here is I've been harassed twice by would-be or real federal officials. And um, <laughs> this is funny because I have allies in those agencies. People will give me information. So it's kind of interesting that this would happen. And then um, we have... Uh, uh, unfolding well here we have another now they're beeping in on me I don't know if you could hear that or not um, 
So yeah, the, the harassment continues. But Paul, we've got enough here for a good interview. Um, if people could just tune out the technical interferences that have happened and our need to re reconnect. Um, but I wanted to ask you a question here. Based on what you know and based on what I've written, what do you think is going to happen in the next 12 days before the election? If you were to put out the Paul Martin crystal ball, what would you say it is? Well, I don't think it's the Paul Martin crystal ball. I think it's what people I know, like you, that I've talked to, and my, I call him uh, uh, my, my eyes in uh, San Diego. He freaks out if I use his name. But I called him earlier today, and he said there is um, uh, radiological sniffers mm -hmm. and drones flying up and down the flying flying up and down the west coast. And I believe you had a little contact on something like that today, also. Mm-hmm. 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 I, I have D.C. area primarily um, and surrounding area, surrounding metropolitan area, but I don't have up and down the east coast. But I do have information that there is an anticipation of a nuclear event on the East Coast, yes. And that's what this is in response to. And Paul, I'll tell you, we're, we're not the only people on our side of the fence that have that as info. This is, I'd say this is, I wouldn't say it's well known, I'll say enough people know about this that we could probably get three or four guests on here to say, yeah, we know it too. So, interesting times. Lord help us. Well, um, I, like I like I said, there is uh, there's there's so many variables right now. There's so many people that are dirty. There's probably tons of them out there, or maybe overconfident. Some of them that are maybe in the maybe in the mid tiers or scared to death. Um, but for my, for, we, I mean, we we got a guy named Donald Trump. But but other than that, we don't have a government. And they and, and they and they showed themselves clearly, clearly after he was elected. And well, the, the, and the, and the, the stream of the deep deep state is just it, it, it never stops. Well, you are correct in one one respect. Um, the, they were ready for Trump when he got elected. I mean, the first day of the inauguration. You have Madonna posed in a pre-planned position saying, yeah, we're going to burn down the White House. And then you've got all these women's groups marching, not my president. And interesting how they just got so organized so quickly. Exactly. Isn't that strange? I mean, how, how do they get 10,000 Antifa to a city where we, oh, we hear there's going to be trouble here, and within hours there's already they're already organized. This is all orchestrated. This is rules for oh, radical... Yeah, this is this is buses and money and George Soros and and uh, everybody connected to him. Yeah, I agree. I think, well, I I just I look at this and I just wonder how bad it's going to get between now and the election. What do you think? If if you were of the mindset of these people, and you're not, but if you were. What would you do to stop the election they're clearly going to lose? Anything and, in, and everything that I could. We've talked about this. The Democratic Party's done for two generations. This is this is this is their last dance. And they and, and 
you know, it was it Stalin said one 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 death is a disappointment, a million is a is a a, a, a quote, you know, and they don't care if three hundred million Americans died, doesn't make them a bit of difference. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I mean, and with this, and we talked about this, I think one of your sources a couple two or three weeks ago. Um, about a large-scale event having to do with the president. Well, it's something, though, actually, an intel source told me the most popular assassination theory for Trump is to disguise it as a mass casualty event and the president was only in the wrong place at the wrong time. In other words, they're willing to kill millions to get to him. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I'd kind of, I'd kind of forgot about that, do, do, Due to my operation to my shoulder, I've been a little out of whack for four or five weeks. What did you hurt your arm giving Sieg Heil to to Antifa? No, I slipped on the stairs and I landed on my right shoulder, and it Ooh. exploded. When the and I had a great surgeon, my my personal doctor, thirty years knows him well, and he said when I opened up your, he showed me the the X-rays and and. Uh, he said, see all those little chips floating around? He goes, yeah, i got to be dealing with those here in about an hour. And he said when, when they cut the incision on my right on my right shoulder, he said all these all this bone and stuff just came popping out of my, <laughs> coming popping out of my skin, landed on this stainless steel tray. It took, uh-huh. it took three doctors two and a half hours just to put my shoulder back together. Hmm. So that, that's, been, that's been fun. Yeah, I was in a... I was in the cast from hell for about eight weeks. I couldn't even move my right fingers. I, I couldn't even update the website. I couldn't do anything. But I got my fingers working again and 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 back at it. But I I would I you know for the audience expect anything. Expect anything. I mean we don't know how many nukes. I mean there's there's all kind of there's been nuke stories going around for twenty years of nukes planted here and nukes planted there. Wouldn't <laughs> doubt it a bit. But, uh, uh, you know, I, I still go back with, with your FEMA guy that bugged out, you know, that, that told you, said, hey, Dave, they can't get you guys where they want you. They're going to hit you with a bioweapon. Well, they've already let us get hit with one. Yeah, COVID. Yep. And, and uh, they're trying to fake the numbers as best they can. There's just too many people talking about it talking amongst each other. Of course, it's not getting on the news, but people on the streets know about it. People on the streets know the masks don't work. Everybody I talk to. And, uh, but, it, but at some point, God help us, some, something will pop out to light this thing up. And then, they'll probably hit us with something worse that they've already got. I mean, it's already in the box. Well, they talk about a second wave, so I've wondered, is the second wave going to be something to... Now we're not just going to hit you with something that kills the elderly with comorbid conditions. Now we're going to hit you with something that kills anybody. And I I do expect that. What kind of intimidation do you expect to see to keep people from voting? You know, I think in the rural areas, like, you know, flyover country where I'm at, I don't... These people around here don't put up with crap, and everybody's armed. 
and so I think we're good here. I think the the especially the blue cities they'll they'll unleash Antifa, uh, maybe a couple of small explosions to be on the news. Everybody's screaming, running away. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be it could be a number of things. I mean, we know about all the it, the Islams that are that are the terrorists that are in all 50 states that they haven't used yet. Uh, Antifa's still out there, and so uh, you know fears all. Fear is always the, 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 the great power tool. So if I was them, you know, I'd set off, you know, 15, 20, 25, 30 small bombs at, at, the, at the polling stations the, the day or two days before, and, uh, and that'll go, you know what that'll do on TV, that will go 24 hours. Yeah, I'm afraid you're right. I think and you're you absolutely know, you right. You know, there doesn't have to be... Yeah, there doesn't there didn't even have to be a lot of deaths, Dave. All there's got to be is a big boom and a flash and a bang, and lady, little, little lady screaming, running down the streets, and and you know, and know. all that up and all that stuff. So it, it doesn't take a lot of death; it just takes a lot of fear. You have the micro coverage of CNN. Look, we have blood dripping down the wrinkle. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's yeah, that's what we're going to see. I. I I could not agree with you more on that. And uh, man, oh man, oh man, this is absolute well, insanity. Already, we, we've already seen that China's shipping in weaponry, you know, fully automatic Sears for AR-15s, uh, magazines, and God knows, you know, that, that one was in Lexington, Kentucky, the other one was down in Florida. Yeah. That, that was just two fines. And that's just what we caught. Last... That's what we caught. Uh, yeah, that's just what we Yeah. It can been going on for ten years. We don't know about it. I know. I'm but, advising uh, people to go to the polls in large groups. Oh, I, I definitely would, especially if you're in a blue city. Um, I yeah. Exactly. I, and Paul, I, I just go, I looked at the clock here, and if my calculations are correct, with all the distractions we've had, we're out of time, my friend. I got to let you go. Thanks for joining us. I'll be in touch. All right. Thanks, Dave. Take care.